This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson, and it is a, well, a smoky Friday again here in Pittsburgh as the, uh, well, thanks, Canada. We give you, we give you, we give you football that you now have with the Canadian Football League. You give us smoke. This is how you repay us. This Thank is you how so you much. repay us. Thank you so yeah. much. Uh, but yeah, um, I, I was thinking about this today, Matt. What if this lingers into training camps? Like the so Thursday, oh. Thursday the Pirates had to postpone their their the start of their twelve thirty five game uh, because of the, the the poor air quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you got a bunch of teams are going to be going off to training camp here in less than a month, and you know football is well, it's a little more grueling than baseball. <laughs> yeah, it's, I hadn't thought about that. I mean, frankly, I'm an old, overweight dude, you know, so I kind of was like, I, I'm planning on mowing the lawn here when Dale and I are done recording. I'm like, maybe I'll give it a day, you know, like I don't <laughs> want to be, which is a nice excuse not to mow the lawn, but yeah, right. I get, get it done, but is it the smartest thing to be out there doing that as a 50 year old, overweight dude? Eh, maybe not, you know, and. Obviously, That's right. training. You, you are over fifty oh. now. You got to worry about these things. <laughs> you got to worry about these things. You know? <laughs> so I hadn't thought about. Again, I keep my head in the sand with non-football things. So I assume this should be gone any minute now. But maybe it won't be. Yeah, it does seem to be lingering a little bit, and it's a you know, kind of a big deal. So uh, I I just wonder, yeah. you know, what happens with that uh, because the Pirates haven't been the only team that have had to do that. We've seen some other teams have to you know postpone or cancel games uh you know to uh yeah. to account for this because the wind changes the wind patterns change and if if you were in the you know in the wind where the wind is blowing out of that direction um you're going to get some poor air quality and yeah. i know talking to my uh my wife's uh, br- you know parents and and brothers and sisters they were they're in the philadelphia area and there were some days last month for them where you couldn't see outside. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and my wife works downtown a couple days a week and said it's much different than the suburbs downtown. I mean, like, it's dismal. I mean, it kind of feels like a Chernobyl effect almost. Like, it's just hovering there that won't leave. We've yeah. also got all the, the you know, the fumes from traffic and everything there as well. So it's double. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're yeah, doubling down. Factories. I mean, imagine if this was the 70s when, you know, oh. was, you know it would be unbelievable. Well, this but, is what this is what Pittsburgh used to look like all the time. All the time, right? <laughs> I'm a little too not quite that old to remember, but if you, if you see the old old pictures of of uh, there's just a couple of websites out there they they do Twitter photos of old time Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. It, you see some of the photos of that. That's what it was. I mean, it was pretty dingy and dark and and dirty. Uh, it's not that anymore. Um, you know, it's just not. We've cleaned up the the water, the air quality, all that stuff, but it's mm-hmm. kind of a reminder of that past that uh, it's there like that. Um, well, the one positive out of you saying about the training camp thing is training camp's not that far away, Dale. You know, we're going to be uh, in Latrobe before you know it. So about three three more weeks, Matt. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it like it's so far away, but the fact that we could even have that conver- conversation about, well, hope the air quality is all right. Like that means it's soon, though. So I'm going to look at it as a glass half full situation. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, things that, uh, well, old time, old timey stuff. The gambling stuff was reared its head again. Yeah. 
And so we now have Isaiah Rogers and Rashad Berry of the Colts, free agent Demetrius Taylor, and suspended indefinitely all three of those guys. And then Tennessee Titans offensive tackles, Nicholas Petit Friere is being suspended for six games. That's a huge deal for, for the Titans. I mean, their line was already a mess, and they were counting on him as their starting right tackle. I think it might be the worst line in the league with him, and he's not a particularly great player. I mean, he has struggled early in his career. They go out and overspend for Dillard on the left side. You know, Skaronsky's a fine pick. I mean, that's a one of your five I would think will be settled. But I mean, they want to play him at guard. Does I mean he has to go to right tackle? I mean, I don't know the the depth of their O line well enough to see where the pieces will fit. But what I do know, with or without Petit Friere, is that puzzle is going to be missing some pieces without question. I mean, that's going to be a rough offense. Yeah, they do play the Steelers November 2nd, so he will be back by then, or at least back in the building by then. Because that's, you know, so that's that's uh, basically week nine, I believe. Um, okay. So he could be back and starting against the Steelers. Not that that's, a, a, a you know, an earth-shattering move for them. No, but hey, Nicholas, you get to block TJ Watt. Yeah, cool. welcome back to welcome back to the league. Here, have have TJ Watt. <laughs> yeah, this gambling stuff, though. I mean, I hope this isn't the tip of the iceberg. Well, as you notice, it's mostly younger players, mm-hmm. yeah, and these are guys that probably, you know, for for much of this, I mean, it, really, you didn't have the the a lot of the gambling sites are more recent things in terms of the, you know, since it's been approved and legal legal everywhere. So I think this is more of a young guy thing. Like we didn't have apps on our phone. Oh, five years ago. Yeah. I mean, there were, there were gambling sites out there. I'm sure that you could, you know, but they weren't legal. Or you called the bookie on the corner that your uncle knows or whatever. (laughs) You know what I mean? And probably don't get busted with that way. And and I see people complaining about this. We talked about this before, but, but for people who haven't heard this before, like there are plenty of, of places that you work or, or jobs that people have where, for example, bartenders are not permitted to drink behind the bar Mm -hmm. at the establishment at which they work. You're typically you don't even like your your employees who work there to be drinking at the bar, After, off hours or whatever. Uh, right? Even if they're off hours, let them go somewhere else. But you're it, you're not allowed by law to serve drinks while you are drinking. Yeah, pour a little rum in your coat behind the bar. Not yeah, that. That's illegal. You'll be fired. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is no different than that. The league, because I, I, see, I hear people saying, "Well, the league's being hypocritical about this because it's making money off of gambling." Look. The gambling part of this has been going on before you or I even set foot on the planet. You mean in terms of it not being legal for right. players? Right. It's, it's yeah, been yeah. going on forever. It's never been legal for players. Right. Uh, this is not something new. And when you walk into an NFL locker room or an NFL facility, whether it be a practice facility or what, what have you, on the wall is the gambling policy. What's well, hard to find? In big letters, right there in front of you as you walk into the building. And I guarantee you, every one of these guys, when they came into the league, heard the gambling policy. Well, they definitely tell you at the rookie symposium, and I'm sure every team, when they have their initiation type stuff, brings it up and will do so 10 times stronger than they even did in the past. But by no means do I think these players are hearing this for the first time. 
Calvin Ridley was suspended last all of last year. Right. He's a big name guy. He's a big name guy, right? Right. And then he was traded at midseason. Just in case you forgot. Oh right. yeah, Calvin Ridley got traded. He suspended this year for gambling. Oh, yeah. I might not want to do that. <laughs> I might not want to do that. And I guess, I mean, not to excuse the players, but I, I think that it, it's a little odd to me that you can't do anything. Well, no, I, I'm going to take that back. I was going to say, like, if you're on a road trip in Houston and you're a Steeler, that counts the same as being at the facility. And I, I, I was going to say there's a little bit of gray area, but there really isn't. Just pay attention, you know. Just don't do it at work is basically what they're saying. At work. Right. And don't do it on football. Right. I mean, if you, if, so it is legal for any NFL player to bet major league baseball sitting in their living room, college football, team. whatever it may be. You just, you yeah. can't bet on the NFL. Nor Period. should you ever, ever, ever be able. Period. Yeah. You shouldn't be allowed to do that. No, so you right. can't bet on the NFL and you can't bet on anything when you're in a team facility. My hunch is that's where it gets screwed up is, boy, I'm going to bet the Pirates bets game today while I'm sitting in the locker room waiting for the shower or whatever. Well, here's the thing. So the guys who have done that, the guys who have done that are the ones who've gotten the six game suspensions. Okay. Okay. The guys who have bet on NFL games have been the ones who got the indefinite suspensions. That's I think there should be two different penalties. It should be. And so the fact to me that there were three guys suspended today or yesterday, I should say, who got who who were suspended indefinitely, those guys were betting on foot on on the NFL. NFL. And you're even allowed to, I mean, Petit Friere went to Ohio State. He can bet Buckeyes Wolverines, right? Right. It's college football. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Even if he's a year removed and he knows everything about both teams. I mean, but do it at home. Don't do it do at the it team at facility. Home. Yeah. People just think your phone's your phone. Doesn't matter where it's at. In this case, it matters. And, oh, by the way, they can track these things now. Right, 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 right. You know, they know exactly where you're at. I heard a suggestion. I wish I, it was some podcast I listened to. That is there technology that Cam Hayward, TJ Watt, Kenny Pickett, whoever, walks in the facility and those apps are on your phone that like a buzzer would go off. You're, you know what I mean? Like, just don't have the apps on your phone. They're, you know, or I don't know if you're going to it on your laptop. I don't, I, I don't know why you, A, I don't know why you would risk it when you've got millions at stake yeah, yeah, already. Yeah. Um, look, football players, like all professional athletes, are aggressive. They are, they, they like to win. And that's yeah, yeah, part of yeah. And that's part of, you know, how gambling hooks you to begin with. Oh, I like to win. I'm going to win. I, you know, I win, win, win. You know, you're, you're a competitive person. But Michael if Gordon I, playing cards against Pippen and Grant and, the, you know. Th- and that's allowed. You're allowed to do things like that. Yeah. Thousands of dollars. Right, right. But you can't bet on the NFL and you can't bet in the locker room mm-hmm. via those things. Now, stuff happens. You see guys all the time, and, and it's just a, it's a different, different form of gambling. But you see stuff all the time where somebody has to wear their, the other guy's college jersey or something because yeah, they. Yeah, yeah. That's gambling. Yeah, it's right. gambling. Fantasy football. They're not allowed to play fantasy football. Hmm. Nor should they be because you could be in hundred thousand dollar leagues, and 
effect. You could tank if you're a running back. You know, I'm, I'm not going to score that touchdown or whatever. You know? Or you, you're the defensive guy, and you're like, okay, we're up two scores here. I'm going to let my running back have a touchdown here. If I just miss this one, he goes 80, and I win my game or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's money, and it's football, so you shouldn't be able to do both. Right. And that's why, you know, the league does have to have the perception that this is – there are already people out there who think NFL games are fixed. Yeah. And it's not and it's not a small like it, it's a it's it's a it's a small group but it's a very vocal group. And some of them are listening right now probably. Probably know, right? so. Right, NFL right. games are not fixed. It would any, be really hard to do. Any and yes, this is not like you'd have to have the quarterback involved for sure. The ref. The official, yeah. But so the opportunity has to present itself. And it just doesn't I mean to have to have an NFL game be fixed, you would have to have so many people involved that it would just become it would be it would be black socks like everybody would know about it. I mean, I'm sitting here thinking, what would be my best approach if I was a gambling mobster to try to fix a game? What if I give a long snapper a million bucks to fire it over the holder's hands? That's all well and good, but if the long snapper does that, he might be out of a job. He may never play again. Right. He might exactly. never play again. Like it's it's the kind of a big deal. Guys are the ones you target, but they're expendable, and that might be, you'd have to pay them like crazy. That's what I'm thinking. Like, what's a ref make? Can I triple his yearly salary for him to screw up one? Those week? guys are under the same rules, of course. You know, right. so it, it it it's not it 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 always comes up when team A that stinks beats team B that doesn't stink. Yes. It's the NFL. That happens. When, There's an upset the, every weekend that you look at and you go, wow, didn't see that one coming. Isn't it the A's that are just horrendous this year in baseball? Yeah. Well, they beat somebody. They went on a <laughs> they came, go 162. They came to Pittsburgh earlier late early later last month. Won three out of four. I think it was four, I think it was four game series, or they won two out of three against the Pirates. Then they went to Milwaukee, which was leading the division, and swept the Brewers. Right. They they win, those games are fixed. The Pirates. They, they, they had like twelve wins going into that stretch. And they and they you know had fifty percent of their wins over the next week. Like it yeah, happens. Yeah. They're professional. Yeah. They're professional players. They get paid too. The coaches try hard as well. Like nobody wants to lose. Right, right. That always kills me when I hear people talk about well, Mike Tomlin always loses to, to you know bad teams. It's not the case. It actually, actually, his record against teams that finish the season with under five hundred records is better than Bill Cowers. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If but that's lose, the NFL. Supposed to win, boy, you're a terrible coach. You don't just roll over anybody. I mean, ten point favorites are not guaranteed in the league. We saw it last year more than I mean, as much as. Uh, you took the you took the underdogs last year. Yeah, I'm sure the big, off, yeah. It was a big underdog season. So, you know, it's the NFL. And, mm -hmm. you know, everything is kind of even the bad teams have good players. That's why whenever whenever somebody Yeah. when when people talk about, well, you know, Alabama would beat Houston. No they yeah. wouldn't. They'd no, lose they wouldn't every time. Yeah. You know, yeah. if if the Texans are engaged and they're preparing for that like a regular football game, mm -hmm. the Texans will win that game 99 times out of 100. Yeah, and Bama might have 
10 first round picks on that team, you know, maybe they're not all eligible the first year and they may have the best athletes on the field against Houston that still lose by a million. Yeah. Every player on every NFL team was the best player or one of the top four or five players on their college team. And they've been practicing for years and they're 28 year old men yeah. that stronger, know, faster. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. yeah. I mean, it's, they're professionals. That's they know they more about the game. Right. I mean, Houston could throw a blitz package up that would get home nine out of ten times because Houston, Alabama's never seen it. Yeah, right. I mean, you, you hear that when you talk to different players about the coverage schemes that you see in college versus right. what you see in the pro. There'd be so many turnovers and hit quarterbacks <laughs> and things like that. Yeah. So, yeah. It, I mean, it, the game is not fixed. The league is doing the right thing here is the bottom line. You have to, You have to crack down on this stuff because if it becomes – you can't have a situation where players do gamble on games. First of all, NFL games can't happen, but you also can't, you can't have your players racking up millions of dollars in losses to the, to the, to the casinos. Right. 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 Because yeah. that, that in turn also opens up the door for, Hey, how about, you know, you owe us, you owe us 500 grand. How about you just miss a couple of tackles here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or sprain your ankle and be out for the rest of the year. Or, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, my biggest hope is tomorrow, next week, we're not talking about a dozen more dudes, 20 more dudes, Steelers. You know, I mean, hopefully it's a couple guys that can get busted and everyone realizes this isn't a joke. You know, I mean, this is real stuff. But is it? it is interesting that there have been like a, a handful of Colts and a handful of Lions. Like it seems mm-hmm. to be centered around a couple teams. So you wonder if those teams did their due diligence teaching. in a lot in teaching these guys. Now with yeah. the Colts, remember you had two different head coaches last year. I'm not sure if Jeff Saturday's preaching it, you know. And a lot of young players. I think that's the key. Lions are young. Same, same thing with the Lions, a young football team. Mm-hmm. So so if you're if you're veterans in your locker room and your head coach and, and the people in charge, if you're if you're doing things the right way you should be okay with this. You would think. I mean, it doesn't mean the Steelers can't have one. Right. You can have somebody who just who makes a mistake. It right. happens. But I'm sure Coach Tomlin and Cam Hayward have mentioned it, and you don't want to let those guys down. You know what yeah. I mean? Not that Detroit and Indy didn't mention it, but I, I do think there are probably pockets of backup defensive backs going, boy, I, I think the uh, – the Brewers are gonna win today. Oh, cool. I let's put a couple, let's put 20 bucks on it. Let's put two thousand bucks on it. Whatever. I don't yeah. know. Just don't do it in the locker room or yeah. at the team facility. Not that hard. It's not that hard. It isn't that hard. So, anyways, we're gonna take a break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. You're listening to the drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, when we come back, Matt, I don't know if you saw this one, but uh ESPN has ranked the rosters of every NFL. Yeah. Team. Let's dig in. Let's dig into that and see. Uh, that That's a uh, Mike Clay and Seth Walter piece. Uh, we will do that in return here on The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.